I just haven't finished it. College basketball. But you're not appreciating all the references. Okay? <laughs> Biblical, spiritual. He wrote that so long ago. It was prescient. Uh, okay. okay. All right. The future. He saw Listen, it the future, baby. It's conference tournament week, Taylor. You need to be locked in. I'm worried about you and your focus right now. I have been in the bunker the last two days. Mike's been in the bunker the last month. We're ready to go. This is the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. It is ACC Tournament Week, and we are going to give you the full preview, which you won't hear from everybody else. We have Uh, inside scoops. We have inside angles. We have everything you need to know. I mean, who else are you going to trust out there? The answer is nobody. I don't know. I don't know. If there were were a Tinder for ACC basketball like junkies and experts, I would be all over it this week. Can I also say this? I mean... I've been a voice crying out in the wilderness for the last not year, but maybe six years. Ever ever since I've you know <laughs> been able to get a ballot about preseason voting, and yet again I pegged the Duke Blue Devils exactly where they landed. I picked them fourth. They finished fourth. I want to pat myself on the back a couple times. Good for you. I picked Louisville to win the league. They were close. No cigar. Um, congratulations, Florida State. Everybody picked you to fifth including myself, and mm. they won the league this year. And Virginia comes in second. I picked them third. So not a terrible, you know, top tier. Right. I had North Carolina at two, so that didn't work out very yeah. well. Yeah, and let me tell you, there was only one person on this podcast that actually picked Georgia Tech to finish fifth. Yours truly, biggest surprise of the year maybe, Georgia Tech finishing fifth in the regular season for the ACC. Yeah. And yet not able to play what the postseason season. Because Joshy Washy can't have nice things. <laughs> no, especially not in March. He's just not involved in March anymore. Yeah, no, he's not a postseason guy. He's when, in Arizona usually this time of year. When summer comes around, I'm sure there'll be a whole new round of stories with that guy and his swimming pool. And yeah, who that's knows right. their relationship. Do you think that Josh relationship, and something weird. Archie... Vacation together? Archie Miller? Yeah. With Sean, maybe Sean's big brother. <laughs> Sean definitely swims with his shirt on. There's no doubt about it. No, I mean, he jumped no. at the. I mean, that's how we got that classic picture of him that everybody keeps posting as a meme. You know, right, he, he did, right. That's not sweat. He got in the pool. Yeah, that's right. He got in the pool during game. halftime. Yeah, that's anyway. Right. Uh, let's talk about this tournament. Okay, yeah. It's now, how about we talk start. about the final weekend? Duke, North Carolina. Yeah, it was good until the final five minutes that it sort of fell in its face. I did enjoy Shashevsky giving us another great lecture at the podium, talking about how David Robinson's son is a better story than Rudy. And um, I was like, "Okay, I'm done with this press conference." <laughs> but see, does that make him like the evil coach that like sat up at the end of the bench and never gave him a shot to play? Yeah, that's how I feel like that story ends. Right? Sort of like Jason Rogers and Pete Gillen. That's a reference that some people will get, and you will get it hard <laughs> to the heart. Don't you worry. I know you guys. It went over your head, Taylor. I don't know what you were doing. I like. I like Pete Back Gillen. In, I mean. You were still older than me by three years, but you were playing with trucks at that time, and I was watching college basketball. Yeah, let me tell you, when Pete Gillen was coaching UVA, the only thing I cared about at UVA was the fact that Coolio performed here. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that tells you I wasn't super involved. But now you realize that Pete, not Pete, I call him (laughs) Peter Gillen like Dick Vitale. You know who else he coached? Providence. Uh, They're going to come up in this podcast. Yeah, oh, good. It's about time. They're going to come up. Where were we? Okay, oh, yeah, uh, Krzyzewski. How about the dapping with Roy? I thought that was just, I mean... Did they plan that? Obviously, had to be had to be like some coronavirus. Listen, uh, no, you're trying to there. get in with you know the McDonald's All Americans. I've already got that locked down, but let's just show that we're cool. You know, let's give me a dab. Anyway, I I hated the entire thing. The final five <laughs> minutes were awful, and the fact that Trey Jones is Player of the Year is the most ludicrous thing that's happened since T.J. Warren winning Player of the Year. Sorry, NC State fans, he was a great player. But what did they finish, like 8th in the league that year? 
Anyway, um, that Wait, was why, why do you not like Trey Jones as Player of the Year? Well, you know what? You know why um, he it's, got Player of the Year? Can I tell you why? Sure. Nobody could vote for Vernon Carey. Why not? Because each team has to nominate one player for Player of the Year. So Vernon Carey was not available on the ballot because Duke nominated Trey Jones for Player of the Year. No way. Yeah, dead serious. I would have voted for War if that was the case, but I didn't get down there to vote. Wow, just to spite Trey Jones? <laughs> no, <laughs> Trey Jones is not the player of the year. Let me tell you, Jordan Morris, he certainly ain't the player of the year oh, either. Oh, come on. No, he had one bad week. Oh, no. He He's, had one bad week. No. He's still emotionally sitting in the corner staring at the wall. Do you know what Trey Jones' he had splits more than were? One, he had like three bad weeks. Do you know what his splits weeks? were? I'm listening. Home, he's probably 36 percent from three. 42% from two, uh, and this is just from memory. Right. N- not a great rebounding percentage. Talking about a Trey Jones? assists, and then the whole Billis, oh, he's a two-way player, incredible on-ball defender. That just got stuck in everybody's minds, and nobody takes this thing, so, this voting seriously Well, anymore. let's, let's no, talk I, about something his, I... He's statistically... Listen, everybody's going to say I'm a Ducator. I would have voted for Verticari if he was an option. I, I actually, I'm kind of with you in that Vernon Carey was like probably, if you're just looking at pure statistics, he was the number one guy. Yeah. But also, Trey Jones was not bad. Like the yeah, Ken Palm yeah, player, whatever. he was number four. So he was so your top player. five, and you you kind of like give him a little bump because of like the whole, you know, he's the team leader, whatever, which I know you're probably like making off a wanking motion here, but that that means something to me. I, w- I would have voted for him. I think it's deserved. It's fine. I'm happy with it. voted for everybody. Yeah. Mm. He loves all the people. the The big vote, though, probably for you was for Coach of the Year. I mean, Leonard? huge. How'd you feel like Leonard winning it? I assume that Bennett finished second, but mm-hmm. he did. Well, I mean, it was an overwhelming Leonard vote, sixty-five to twelve to Chris Mack got one, which I found very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wonder who that was. I can just imagine Chris Mack checking that, and be like, "Yep, what, one what writer from Mack. the Courier." Whenever Journal. I see those one votes. I immediately go into my mind thinking, do I know this person? I might be able to figure out who this is. Right, and right. Is it the guy we interviewed a couple years? Yeah, yeah, Jeff Greer. I, I think Jeff no. is better than that. I really do. So I don't suspect that that was the case. But I mean, there are other ones. I mean, you know, I'm, I know everybody on the UVA beat. Jay Huff got a vote for most improved player. I'm like, who could that have been? <laughs> These are the things I think about all the time. Anyway, um, whatever. Hmm. Leonard worth it, if only yeah. for his Twitter feed alone. Love the it. Twitter feed maybe was the missing ingredient from his I'm, past I'm happy. failures. I'm happy for Leonard. I mean, this is the first time he's won the league as coach, because Florida yeah. State has won the league, but not when he was around. And but people around did forever. not expect much from him this year, so totally worthwhile. We just expected them to finish fifth, like they always do. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, I, 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 it's just I'm happy for Leonard Hamilton, somebody who I think is consistently overlooked. He's built an amazing program at Florida State. And I'm happy that he won Coach of the Year. Good for him. Me too. Let's talk about the tournament. Yes, let's talk about the tournament because that's all that matters. It's March. And look, I usually bring like a six-pack into the uh, studio. I brought a cooler. Yeah. So that that tells you that I'm ready. full of stuff. Yeah, I just stuff. Mike and I stood in the parking lot drinking beer for (laughs) 20 minutes before this Well, it's great. I was late for the first time ever to this podcast. Usually it's you two. But I had to go and get limes to make myself something because that's how I'm getting rid of this coronavirus. (laughs) It's not touching me. It was ridiculous. I was like, Luke, why were you late? You were like, oh, well, I had to go get limes. I and got then you limes just like shook a glass at me. And then I forgot the limes. Scurvy. You don't want to get anyway. scurvy. Have you been coughing lately? A dry cough, perhaps? And a fever? 
this virus is not touching a- me. Abdominal issues? I just Come accept on. that I'll get it. It's fine. I asked Mike V he was concerned about it, and he said no. Well, you, I'm going to get it eventually. You texted me like, oh, is our trip to Atlantic City in jeopardy? And I, I, I seriously I, like... something that no. we should be I, watching. I was like, we look, should be I will get the coronavirus before I stay home for March Madness, all right? you Are you kidding me? Yes, Michael. Are you kidding me right now? You and I now? are cut from the same cloth. We're going. Yeah, I'm a little absolutely. softer than you guys. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, ACC basketball tournament. First time back question. in Greensboro. And you know what? I love the Coliseum. And you know what? I sparked a huge Twitter debate. Not a huge one, but a minor Twitter debate between you know among my listeners about... Oh well, you know it needs to be in a city where you can do other things, and there's nightlife, and you know there's other things. There's nothing in Greensboro. Listen, I'm a basketball purist. I'm going the press road. I'm not leaving. Right, that's what I'm doing. You're butt in the seat watching those games. I'll have a computer in front of me and a headset around if I need to use it, but that's why I'm there. Right. You know what you should do at the end of your day at Greensboro or night is just go back to the hotel room. Yeah, crack a couple with your friends, go to sleep, and get ready for the next marathon. So I don't know why people hate Greensboro so much. I love it. All the beat loves it. All the writers are, you know, nostalgic about it. And there's parking. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, let me let me ask you. So you spent a lot of time in Greensboro. This will be your what third or fourth ACC basketball tournament there? Is in Greensboro right? or in just Greensboro. fourth overall? In Greensboro. Yeah, this is fourth in Greensboro. Okay, for me. fourth one. So you know, you know the area. Pretty I know well. where the popcorn is. I know where the free Reese's and the free M and M's are. Oh, it's just great. I mean, Taylor, you would love it. You might gain fifteen pounds in an ACC tournament week <laughs> because Easy. there's just popcorn Easy. always being thrown at your face. Uh, I mean, there's media meals, which are actual meals, and the, but then there's just the snack area, which just is always loaded. It's wonderful. Nice. See, do they allow alcohol in press row? Because if not, you know. Yeah, do they serve I, I, I alcohol at the stadium? There. I feel like this is something. Maybe people when David need to Thompson know. was playing. Who's David Thompson? Oh my gosh! <laughs> is that an old UVA player? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm we, dead we serious. have to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually marking this because NC State feds are going to come and find you, and they're going to like string you up. Yeah, I, do, I have no idea who that is. Anyway, he, it was he was arguably the, the best player team. in ACC history. It's either he or Ralph Sampson. So oh, it's, okay. it's a huge debate. Okay. Because those were the only two to win three ACC Player of the Years in a row. Oh, good for you dropping that knowledge. Anyway, back to the present. Give me one reason why I shouldn't draw the blinds on Pitt and Wake, which is the first game of the tournament. The only reason I'm considering it no. is it's the first game. Well, first of all, I mean, you have to acknowledge the magic that is the ACC basketball tournament. Or the it's- children's name. In the children's name, I mean, that's actually, I'm glad you said that, because watching Randolph Childress play in the ACC tournament, I'm going to say it was like 1996, right? maybe it was like 94, but those were my first memories of being engrossed in like midday basketball. And I am maybe this isn't right, but I feel like it was right. That crossover against North Carolina player and like a little step back three that's like the Randolph Childress highlight. Was Serge Wicker involved in that game? I think it was. I think it was before search. Different eras. Before search. Different eras. Yeah. Um, we're close though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're close. We're probably like, like four or two five years. years. Yeah. Probably like two years or something. But um, we have no clue. And honestly, these two teams, like Pitt and Wake Forest, to me aren't terrible teams. I think Wake Forest is streaking a little bit. Uh, Pitt's not very good at basketball. I think they're really good. I think they're really good guard matchups. Okay. I think Brand- Brandon Childress versus Xavier Johnson. I think is a legit. You know, guard matchup there. Let's not let's not overthink this. Okay, it's Wake Forest all the way. If we're picking this, I am. 
I think uh, it is. I Pitt's think it is. Wake seven games in a row. That, yeah, is, that's my point. This is how I know. Is I mean, I I wish these teams the best of luck, but this is how I know. Probably it's not the barn burner that we all hoped it would be. Is that I like legitimately have nostalgia looking at this pit team because I'm like, oh god, I remember at the beginning of the season when there was such hope, like Xavier Johnson, Trey McGowan's. Oh, we were all going to be so good. It was it was all going to happen. No, it's like. You know, it's like how I feel about, you know, Y2K or like the early 2000s, you know, TRL went off the air, that sort of thing. So, mm. meanwhile, Olivier Saar is quietly having a super Dude, good season. yeah, that's what no, I'm he, saying. He got all ACC. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Olivier so not Saar so is like an absolute stud. And you get to see him play against Terrell Brown, who is like defensively one of the best big men in the ACC. I love that matchup. So if you're just like a guy that's going to watch matchups, I actually think the first mm-hmm. two games of the ACC tournament are super entertaining. Plus I'm also Wake I'm plays. not going to tune in at 4.30. I'm, I'm going I'm to watch it. Are you kidding I'm me? 4.30? Perfect. On, Cut off work. Get a, get a beer. They serve it for free in my office. It's fantastic. I am interested in who's going to pop I'm, NC State. I'm a startup man. Because okay. that's in play in this game, right? <laughs> Mike's the a corporate student. Who's going to pop NC State's bubble? Because the winner goes on to play <laughs> NC State. Don't. We'll talk about we'll it. Don't, don't get to me. Let's I, get into the second game, which is a 7 o'clock tip-off between your North Carolina Tar Heels, the last place team in the league. They're the 14th seed because Georgia Tech can't have nice things. And they will be playing the Virginia Tech Hokies. Hokies fans are going to be very concerned. They're going to be confused because they generally root for North Carolina. Just a fact. But um, wow, I don't know fired. if they're going to show up. Shots fired over here, Luke. So, but I'm expecting a lot of Tar Heel fans in that building to try to get them on a magical run. Yeah, it's in Greensboro. This is going to be a tough first-round matchup for them, tougher than I think the home fans will expect. I think, well, obviously both of these games to start off with will be picks, pretty much. I mean, they'll be like one-point lines. Why are we taking North Carolina? So, I Why think you, we? I think you have to take North Carolina here. I mean, it's going to be pretty much a home game for them. And plus, I mean, to me, the real question, like... I talked about matchups earlier. This is a matchup of two top 15 players in Cole Anthony and Landers Nolly in the NBA draft next year. And the real question I think that you have to oh, ask up. yourself. Yep, we, top we sh- 15. Landers Nolly, you heard it. No, Landers I'm not, not asking about Nolly. You talk about Anthony. Cole Anthony. I'm talking about Anthony, yeah. yeah. I think they're both going to be top 15 picks right. if Cole you know, goes to the NBA next year, which I think he will. Um, but the There's real question no is, chance he doesn't go what <laughs> happened to Landers Nolly in 2020? If you look at his numbers in the non-conference, yeah, and in in the non-con before the before he got into ACC play, he was one of the best and most dominant players in the ACC. Because they were playing like Kennesaw State. Yeah, I mean, I hear you, but I mean, I didn't expect him to be this bad in conference. Play. He did have a good Maui. I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, I just thought he was so dominant, and he hasn't, you know, reached like 100 offensive efficiency in 2020. You know, I just don't think that he is a player right now that Virginia Tech can rely on. And, you know, I don't think like a guy like Wabisa Bidet is going to really like carry Paul, I like how you <laughs> yeah. call him Bidet. Yeah, I'm going to start using that. It's technically Beatty. But yeah. at this point, Bidet. with pronunciations Bidet. and names and players changing pronunciations. You know, this is actually my fault because we got a Bidet in my office. And you want to talk about controversy. My, How do you feel about it? I, you know, I'll be honest. I haven't. I haven't fully utilized it yet. 
I'm intrigued. <laughs> and, and like it was just like we, one coworker. And we that make like, jokes about sitcom plot lines. This is a sitcom plot line. Like, oh, I got a bidet and it feels nice. No, one coworker was like, I want a bidet, and he just put it on the toilet. Wow. Yeah, aggressive. Anyways, <laughs> is this a one toilet bathroom we're working with, or two? Yeah. Do you have a choice. You have one other one, but it's in the public facing area. <laughs> well, your choice is pretty much made for you there, isn't it? <laughs> um, but I'm actually really excited for this game. Is it a 7 p.m. tip? Is that right? It is a 7 p.m. Dude, tip. But, yeah, I think I think it's actually going to be an excellent game. I, I think that you're probably going to have like 15 to 1 odds for overtime in this game, and I would take those odds. This is an overtime matchup. Nothing would Wait, make Carolina, me... Wait, Carolina, Virginia Tech? Yep. Nothing would make me happier than to see North Carolina go on a magical run and win the ACC tournament, and that is crazy to say. Like I, I'm sorry, I don't care. I, about I'm them. just doing this. I haven't talked for a while because I'm pulling up the WCC. And that's great. Right. Oh, good. San Francisco Gonzaga now in full effect on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm locked in this weekend. I'm locked in. I'm ready for tournament weekend. Luke, anyway, how do you feel North about Carolina's- Anthony being on what third team All ACC? I want to ask you about that. One of the biggest travesties that's happened in voting history. That's all I was looking for. Thank I just you. want to get you upset about it. Thank you. Mm. I am upset, and um, these whole committees need to cease. Mm. Have you heard about this? No. Like how the committees are now, no, it's not really, you know, the writers and the voters anymore. It's just these committees. I'm like, okay, these people at a dark room who probably have watched zero basketball all year. So they're the ones picking the first, second, and third teams? They have a bigger voice. That's all I've heard. It's like the Democratic primary. Yeah, exactly. Uh It's less strict democracy in action. It's like the Iowa caucus all over again. (laughs) Exactly. That app. Can we go to day two? R.I.P. Well, wait, we well, who do you pick? Right. Who who would you pick to win this game between oh, Virginia Tech and win this game? Yeah, are you Carolina? serious? Taylor? I, God, they're it, so bad at shooting. Is North Carolina going to take Carolina? Is Virginia Tech going to get a rebound this game? No. I don't know. Garrison Brooks has been pretty bad recently. Um, he was fine last time out. And Baycott actually played well against Duke. Carolina is still a great offensive rebounding team, like per their usual. They just like are so bad at shooting. Yeah, They're they just the need Cole Anthony to bottom, not shoot them out of the game. Top worst three. You know, I can't even talk straight. That's how bad they are. They're above three hundredth in Ken Palm in effective field goal percentage. It's like a travesty. Yeah, they're one of the worst shooting teams in the country. Um, Let's talk about uh, Virginia Tech's last. I don't know. 20 games yeah right like, it's as soon as, as soon as Landers Nolly went home for Christmas and got paid in like a bucket of cash and then came back to school um yeah they, they've Higgins. been terrible um you well, know he lost his three-point shot about halfway through the year you see he stops going like four for five mm-hmm. every game from three he goes one for eight mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened they've I don't know. lost what 10 of 12 it's not great Talk to me about the chain nets. Something about the chain nets. They did beat North Carolina in the regular season, though, so I will give them that. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, that's right. No, Carolina's going to win this game. Let's move on. Day two. Let's go. All right. Day two. So you start with Clemson, Miami. Right. Oh, babies. Miami's had a little frisk in them recently. Yeah, yeah, they're spunky, but Chris likes the star point guard is out for the season with an eye injury. Well, that didn't matter. They still beat Syracuse. That's true. Syracuse is garbage, though, so let's I mean, <laughs> not. What happened to Syracuse, Mike? We'll get to it later, but uh, you know, Are I don't. We? I don't feel like Bayheim gets enough criticism for what's happened to that program. Um, no, I'm glad we are being the only outlets in the media, the only voices who actually 
are in for the Syracuse people, the great people of upstate New York. If you go to SyracuseFed.com, they love us. Is that right? They love us that we're actually trying to shed some light on this and that this is a problem. Mm. Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) I I am immediately... Anytime you tell me that anybody loves us and is complimentary of us, I'm immediately suspicious. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You do perk up a little bit. I was like, oh, people are talking about us? I'm like, what? I was like, what is that website? I was was staring down into my empty cup. Until I, until you Let me like, paint oh. this picture for you. Whenever I say something like that related to good numbers for the pod or just popularity, Taylor looks like somebody from a Groucho Marx skit. You know, one of those old, you know, some woman in a Marx Brothers si- movie. Silent who, film star? No, who's just going over the top when, you know, they get flattered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy to flatter me. You know, just tell me I'm pretty. No, the, the podcast is surprisingly popular. <laughs> I told Mike when we, when we were when we were in the parking lot drinking, you know, just throwing empties. Just a in couple the, high schoolers swapping I was like, basketball I, I'm constantly amazed that people listen to this. Me too. <laughs> but I think about it every day. And we thank you for your time. Yeah, Don't no, get no, me wrong. No. Like, thank you. Yeah, bless up. Um, yeah, but you're right. Noon on Wednesday, Clemson, Miami, a frisky Miami team against a Clemson team that. I actually heard like a ESPN person say it was on the bubble like a week and a half ago. What? Which was ridiculous. Oh, uh, can we take those jobs? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Can, yeah. yeah. Can we can we take yeah, those jobs? Yeah. I mean, we need these jobs. We need these jobs. We Mike can do Cousins, that. We get can us help. on the air. <laughs> Mike, use your connections. We can help you. We'll make um, you a star. Like we'll, no, you'll Mike be the Cousins godfather. The man. I don't. No. Um, back to Clemson. They have three giant wins over Florida State, Duke, and Louisville. Right. They have talent. But they still lose to terrible teams, like right. Virginia Tech. Right. Recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do here. Yeah, so it's going to be a three-point line for Clemson. Again, you're not going to get over a one-possession line like in these first two days, which just means, it's to me, is going to be such an exciting first two days of ACC basketball. Yeah. But Clemson, a three-point favorite against Miami, a likesless Miami. Mm. I, mm. I have to take Clemson there. I just think Amir Sims is is too good. I know that you guys have kind of waffled over the year about kind of like Let me Clemson's true strength. I but. have been on the angle of Miami might be the worst team in the league besides from Boston College all season long, but I'm believing in this magic. I think there's a little bit of a resurgence going on. I can't explain it, and I know they don't have likes, but, I mean, they played Virginia really well. They were at Georgia Tech. They were in that game, and then they uh, beat Syracuse. Mm. So, I don't know what to do here. I mean, just stay away from this game, everyone. I am going to take Miami. Oh, good for you. My boy, Larinaga. He's a good coach. He's I an excellent him. coach. Something, it's, I feel like it's been at least an episode since I talked about the butterfly release. <laughs> how, shocked on you, how shocked on a scale of 1 to 10 would you be if he re- retired? Oh, God. I mean, I guess he's pretty old, right? I haven't thought about that. Yeah, I mean, he's an older guy. He's like 75. I guess I would be, I had a conversation with somebody deep in the ACC about this recently. I would be like, I'd be surprised. I'd be a 7, like, surprised. I, I don't think he, okay. it, this year I'm saying. I'm just gauging him. I think he'd like to go out on top. And by on top, I mean... <laughs> Eighth in the league. Yeah, top <laughs> half of the ACC. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Luke, who do you pick here? Oh, man. You're on Miami. I like that call. I'm in on Miami. Yeah. Taylor's in on Miami. I, I think all these guys, you know, Keith Stone, Cameron Cameron McGusty, I see him stepping up. Isaiah Wong getting, getting his minutes back, getting some mm-hmm. points. I like it. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take mean, Clemson, but I shouldn't. I think Miami's the right pick here. So I, I think I'll support you guys. I think okay. Brownell is lucky he locked up that contract extension when he had the chance. No kidding. So, yeah. No kidding. All right, your next game, though. Look at that pass by Petrusev. What a great pass. Yeah. Anyway. Gonzaga's um, pretty good. Um, thank you. I mean, they're, not like, they're not like really good. Oh, no, they're, they're really good. good. <laughs> they're they're going to be a Final Four. They're not like Clemson good. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next game, what is this? Probably like 2 p.m., 3 p.m., NC State. Afternoon session. Yeah, no, the no. best is like, this is like prime time for you to have like the little mini window open at work. Like the games are going. You're like kind of banging out a spreadsheet on one side and the games are going on the other. Headphones in. I mean, that's... That's what I love about like you have to leave work early this week. Tournament basketball. You have to. Me, I have to leave work early. Yeah, to catch just for basketball. <laughs> yeah, but to catch the beginning of the uh, the evening session. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You actually would have to leave early for that. First of all, unrelated to basketball, you know that we should all be working from home because of the coronavirus. <laughs> so I practice social distancing, which is right up my alley. I don't talk to anyone else. Do you know how many people have been on that mic in the last uh, 24 hours? What? On the mic you're just (laughs) spitting and making out with right now. My tongue touched Probably about 17. Just so you know, my tongue touched 17, Taylor. That's good. Well, Um, I'm going to practice social distancing at 2 p.m. on Wednesday, March 11th. Wait, is this a thing? Social distancing? Yeah, that's the term for it. Oh, and good gracious. What? I didn't know this. Yeah. This is something to make. This is material for weeks for you, me. You do not go to the. Uh, you do not go to crowded spaces. And you call it practicing. I'm practicing social distancing. Social of distancing. You know that's that's what I'm doing. Wow, this is just incredible. <laughs> I will get to watch uh, the wolf pack through the television screen without anybody else around. You're such a good liberal. Anyway, <laughs> where are we? It's about our society, Luke. Okay, it's about a society. <laughs> All right, no, we are at NC We're at 2 State, p.m. on 2 Wednesday the 11th, yeah. which is NC State. Which is Taylor at home, yeah, just in his boxers with the martini watching NC State. Oh, I'm going to throw an email out there to work every once in a while. You know. um, Drinking's going to be very involved in this week. It is every single year. No matter if you try to prevent it, Gosh, it's going to happen. The, NC, the ACC tournament is the best and you're going to be there. Courtside, I'm just so baby. Jealous, Press man. row. You're going to there courtside. You're gonna have to, I'm going to have to credential. I'm going to have to badge you one year and you, you and I are just going to have to go <laughs> oh, down. Oh, the ACC doesn't want to see I was me gonna say, I don't badge. think they're ready for you and Mike on Press Row. <laughs> They wouldn't know about it. Luke, first of all, I've actually seen you when you're working, like at a game, sitting with all the press, and I walk by, or like Mike and I walk by the section and we go, Luke, 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 and like raise a glass up high, and you look over at us and you're like, like you're well, it's better than my other cool. friend. My other friend would just storm on the press row and like give me a, a noogie or tickle me. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Let's go over there and talk. This is not, uh, I don't know, anyway. Uh, what, all right. what a moron. NC State versus the winner of Wake Forest Pitt. So which team is going to upset uh, NC State, I guess? I mean, let's just assume that it's Wake Forest. because It's they're, happening. They're the better team. NC State's going down. Yeah, so. Right, Taylor? 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 You guys. You, do you see Markel Johnson's this, career okay. ending like this? They've been snake bit all year. They have This to. is it. I, I this saw is us. a bracket with NC State actually in the tournament. Oh, I mean, I think if you ask the bracketologists, they are, they're in right now. Sometimes they do rise to the occasion in the ACC tournament. Case example being Gottfried, Ed Leslie, and Hal in 2013. Yeah, they'll probably win a game and then lose No, 2012, the sorry. And 2013, both. Regardless, 
I think we're at a win-win situation here. Either NC State gets upset by Wake or they go on to play Duke. Part three. Mm. The tie break. Which that, they'll they'll probably get waxed. They I mean why? They, why would you say that? I mean, they had a great first half at Cameron. Yeah, and the second and half was like Then Markel Johnson, which said, I think I'm disinterested. I'm gonna just mail in this game. Yeah, I don't I don't quite know what's going on with Markel Johnson this year. I, I I'll be honest, like I was really looking forward to his senior year and I think he's he's disappointed in many ways. But I do think that DJ Funderburk has come back. Oh, he's with, had an amazing I, I with thought, a vengeance. I think that he's been great. Um so, you know, honestly in either matchup here, whether it's a, against Wake or um against Pitt, I, I like him in this matchup, even if it's against Sar. Um so you know, I like NC State here, and I like NC State here actually like pretty big. I think they, I think they are looking at the ACC tournament as kind of a last gasp for for a team that's older, that's experienced. For you know, a guy like Kevin Keats, who you know the community was ready to rally behind. Don't forget, it's mostly a home game. <laughs> They've been trying to rally for so long. Yeah, what, what are you, like, year three trying. of trying to rally. Yeah, they're trying. I I like NC State here pretty big. I don't think either of the other teams. I think the other teams will be happy to win the first game, I, and I don't see them getting much more. I really like the idea of what you saw. Kind of, it kind of happened at the end of the season. I mean, Wake Forest game. I don't know if we want to count that, but they beat him by twenty points. Like, get DJ Funderburk a lot more shots. Try and work through him. It opens up stuff for those other guys like Beverly. Yeah, Beverly and Helms, Daniels. You yeah. know, Dan- I like to see Daniels like attacking the basket, but he ne- he's kind of needs that like one move and go kind of thing that like one fake and go i like to see them get in positions where they can actually play the game they want to play where they push the pace right they i feel like this season they've gotten stuck way too much like just playing a lot slower than they want Mm -hmm. so here's my comparison for this nc state situation and i'm going to reference another acc team for this do you remember the pageant louisville team Absolutely. It was bubbly, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their first game of the ACC tournament came out like world beaters, punch through. We got it. We want another shot at this team, which was Virginia. NC State, we want another shot against this Duke team. We know we can beat them. Same mentality. Mm-hmm. And I see that unfolding here. Yeah, I see that too. I think that's a very good call. I like that. So I like NC State big here, and I tell you, if it's the Wake Forest game, it'll be a really fun game to watch because there's not a lot of defense being played by either one of those guys. I just hope Pitt is not involved for long. Yeah. I just saw him. <laughs> I just kind of like I get want. rid of him, right? Yeah, I, can't. I, can't I so badly want NC State to make the tournament. Can we give their spot to Pastner, maybe? I mean, just, just yeah. there clause <laughs> in the NCAA violations? Well, if there's a team who... Ends the season on an eight-game losing streak or whatever it is right now for Pitt. Right, right. It will be eight. Then games. your status will be changed, and you could sub in. I, yeah. I would like Look, to. Look, can I just clause. let me just sidebar for a sec since you mentioned David Paget, who I love. One of the great knee. He's knee, a studio guy now. One of the great knee brace players. Of I like what he has to turn to the camera and smile. Oh. Those are my favorite moments from Paget on on screen. It also says that he's coaching at a middle school in Kentucky, according to this, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, he's also in studio. Yeah. But like it's it, a nice gig. Yeah. I'm sure it's very cussy. That's what uh, Pete Gillen's doing, too. Somewhere out there in California or something. Oh, we could do this. You guys too. are doing deep cuts. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Taylor Pilkington All-ACC team is coached by Pete Gillen and has David Paget starting. Okay? I've got a great Travis Watson also starting. Oh, oh, good, good, oh, good one there. I used to, you know. Travis and I used to hang out. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I hung out with Travis about a year ago. No joke, I'm not lying. No way. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. 
Anyways, he's got NC, some grays now. NC State. I, saw, I, I watched some of it. Well, you saw I sent I some know, of his that, Greek yeah. highlights mm-hmm. from 2015. NC State, your ACC tournament champions this year. <laughs> Pencil it in. No. Well, the next game yeah, after the 2 p.m. break, so you get your morning session. So for all those that are buying their morning session tickets, then you get the break. I assume they just sweep up all the popcorn that Luke has thrown at everyone in the arena, yeah. and then <laughs> you get uh, you it's get Notre Dame Boston College. Notre Dame, your projected eight point favorites. This is actually the Ooh. only the only one Ooh. that's above a possession. Ah, uh, they're gonna win this game easily, but eight is a weird number. Right? It's it's it, it seems too high to me, um, especially in this era of uh, kind of suspect ACC basketball teams. Um, Popovich, I believe, is questionable with a back injury. I, I don't, mean, he's been like that all year. He's got an older. He's been back. like that his entire he's got an career. Older right? back. His entire career has um, been questionable. But, you know, and honestly, the I'm honestly a little down on Notre Dame, which you don't hear from me a lot, um, because I don't, I don't <laughs> love... We don't hear from you a lot is an overstatement about that. <laughs> I, I'm always positive when on Notre Dame. When they blew the FSU game, that, that meant something. Yeah, it did. I, I think they had two really tough games, the UVA game and the Florida State game. I think if they had won both of those, they would have been in the tournament conversation. And I honestly think that Mike Bray kind of threw his hat in the ring of like kind of bad ACC coach comments after games. Um, with the Florida Ro- State With game. Roy Williams, yeah, with the Florida State comments he made after the game, saying that uh, there were 15 pro scouts in the arena and zero were there for his players. He was saying it in a way to highlight uh, the talent of Florida yeah. State, but I think that kind of comment – has the same effect that Roy Williams' comment yeah. had earlier in the year where he said that this was the least talented team that he had ever coached. What's up with ACC coaches throwing their players under the bus this yeah, year? Yeah, just, I mean... That's like the one no-no. Look, I, I've I always said you, you can't call your girlfriend ugly, all right? Like, you just don't come back from that, all right? You, you just can't say that they're without talent. That's what Tinder's for. <laughs> Swipe right Pilkington over yeah. here. Um, now, so anyways, I, I'm a little down on it. Can, can I just mention I, this? I think it'll be close. I think I this game the, will be the, close. Can I tell you one thing you're missing in this equation? Yeah. The Boston College is atrocious, <laughs> and they've lost five in a row. And if you look at the, the scoring margin, which has been pretty tight in the ACC the entire year. Okay, yeah. they lost 80-62 to 62 last time out. They lost 84-71 to Syracuse. They did take Notre Dame to a one-point loss. Lost to Clemson by 18, got drilled by Virginia by 13, and lost to Miami. And I'm doing a quadruple take at this one by 27. I mean, Boston College is not good. (laughs) By 27 to Miami. We have to take Notre Dame. What are we yeah, doing? I, no, we I, doing? Would t- I would no. take I'm going to take Boston College, Boston College plus eight. And you guys are crazy. Boston College is bad, but Notre Dame has just let me down a lot. Yeah. And I'll just say Boston College's offense is is atrocious, but Notre Dame's defense is also not very good. And, I mean, this is the game where, like, Derek Thornton reminds you, like, oh, yeah, I used to play at Duke and all that stuff. <laughs> I think they're going to be fine. They're going to be – it's not going to be great. But You I, think he's going to have an Ed Scott-like performance? Yeah. Give me plus eight with them all day. I think Mooney – Okay. Oh, actually, never mind. After hearing Taylor's argument, I want to take Notre I mean, Dame. Mo- you know what? <laughs> I'm Mooney, taking Notre Dame. Mooney I'm, does, I'm not getting near Boston Mooney College. Mooney is, like, their only – is, like, their big only weapon, I'll say. No, no, no. You're not I being know fair. I'm exaggerating, you're not but being I'm fair. just saying – he does worst. 
he's at his worst when like he's guarded by a guy who no. can like follow him around the court. He needs like a big immobile dude, and he's going to be guarded by Stefan Mitchell, who is like good at not fouling and good mm-hmm. at blocking shots and can follow he's him around. He's a very good, very good post defender. Yeah, I think um, it's gonna. I think it's gonna like limit him. I think. Yeah, give me Boston College plus eight. If 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 it's going to be within eight points, it's only because of the lack of possessions overall. But I mean, Notre Dame is a talented team overall. I mean, Prentice Hub is a good guard, not a great guard. I think TJ Gibbs is a was shooting better earlier in the yeah, year. He's not right now. I don't know what's going I, on. I mean, that's another question. But that's that's like a, a Marco Johnson yeah, syndrome again. Yeah, if Rex Fluger, I think he wants so badly for this team to win. And I think, honestly, Jawan Durham, for me, is kind of like the big question mark. If he plays well in this tournament, you know, which he's yeah. motivated to do for his pro prospects. Listen, the only reason BC would be able to manage a cover is if Thornton throws up a garbage three at the end and they cut it from <laughs> 10 to 7. That's the only way this is happening, okay? All right, so we all like Notre Dame to we move do. on. I've then, built my life on garbage three, so I'll take it. And then the, uh, the game to end the night. Wait the, for it. Seven o'clock, Wednesday. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> spin up on myself. Yeah, the 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 perfect way to end the evening. Well, no, we just did seven o'clock. We need nine to do o'clock. Nine, nine part, o'clock. Pardon nine me. O'clock. Syracuse and fill in the blank. Let's just assume it's North Carolina because yeah. it's going to be North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Thank and you. And they're going to rock Syracuse. I'm so out on Syracuse right now. Mm. They didn't finish well. What's up with Bayheim? Is now the time to bring it up, Mike? Yeah, now we can bring it up. Can we have a powwow with all the Syracuse faithful from the upstate New York? Mm -hmm. And let's just talk this thing out. Okay. We're with you. You're with us. We have an agreement. We know your pain. (laughs) And we're the only ones acknowledging it. Yeah. Billis is not acknowledging it. None of those, you know, mainstream endless are going to acknowledge this. Yeah, the man... There, there's been a change in Bayheim ever since his assistant was thrown under the bus around the same time as the Penn State scandal. Thrown under the bus. I mean, I mean that's that all charges were dropped, and he felt like he Bayheim himself felt like he was vindicated, and he felt like he was. Was he through, vindicated though? I'm, I'm just. This is how I'm telling you, Bayheim feels. Okay, okay. And ever fair, since fair. that moment, you know, I just feel like this program, the Syracuse program overall. Has been just curmudgeony and incapable of change. I I agree, and I also feel as if he has become accustomed to mediocrity ever since the Ennis Fair team. Totally, and that's a long time ago. Yeah, that's like seven years ago. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, six years ago. That's a long time ago. So, um, I think that he just wants to coach Buddy and collect checks at this point. Right, yeah. I mean, and just play zone. I mean that it's beautiful that he can coach his son. I mean that's that's a great moment. And his son is I good mean, at basketball. Yeah, but do I mean, you see look. the venom in the post games? I don't see it. It's just one of those. Oh well, I mean, how dare you reporters try to challenge me on anything? I've won a national championship, but I mean, I think that there are a lot of questions you could bring up about his style of play and how he's using his personnel because he has some. Some pieces. Yeah, he's got some Hughes pieces. Hughes is a piece. Yeah, Elijah Hughes is is Gerard a highly can talented get hot player. too. Yeah, I just and, don't think they're being used very and Buddy, well. Buddy Buddy Beheim is a absolute knockdown shooter. Dude, I mean, he's good at basketball, and I will admit, I did not see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I thought he was going to be like Coach Cal's son and like transfer, you know, after a year or so to like somewhere else. He's going to play somewhere else. But you know what I'm interested in, and I don't know the answer to this question. What type of a voice? 
do the assistants have? Hmm. I don't know. I think a program is built around assistant coaches personally. They're the ones that, you know, spend so much time with you and usually are the ones that recruit you. And, are, you know, I just think that the relationship between players and, and assistant coaches is critical um, to any program success. And I, I, I honestly, I can name or, you know, at least know by sight, you know, all the top ACC programs, assistant coaches. I don't know that I could, I could name one Syracuse assistant coach. Like we know the Duke bench, Nolan Smith, Shire. Right. I know the Virginia. I mean, I know the Virginia bench because you know I'm just around. Right. The Richie time. McKay now having success at Liberty. Well, I mean, Williford yeah. and Soderberg, and you know, for whoever it was Sanchez, and now he's at Charlotte, and even North Carolina. Is it absolutely? I mean, and they just have such a long history, also of alums who are strong and well, you know provide guidance. I, I can't tell you a single Syracuse alum that's like. Or how about Dino at Louisville? Yeah, I ran into Dino in the tunnel this yeah. past weekend. I'm like, it's oh like yeah. A, I mean, it's just I don't know. I just I don't feel a strong culture at Syracuse. Well, is Thunder. it a difference since Hopkins left? Like what in like three years ago, two years ago, or something? Like and now, I mean, he's doing really well at Washington, and his whole shtick was that he's a recruiter, right? Or shtick, like that was his yeah. his reputation, right? Luke, tell me if that's actually correct. I mean, Syracuse has been all right recruiting recently. They've been fine. They just can't develop anybody, yeah. or they can't develop him into anything more than an ISO scorer, right? Right. That's, that's what we've seen with Brissett. That's what we saw with help me. Are you talking about? Um... What's Malachi Richardson? No, Ty's <laughs> Battle. Thank you. Yes. They're all ISO scores. That is the real yeah. problem. Low efficiency. All poor shooting ISO scores. Yeah, not I a mean, good recipe. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, I just don't believe in the culture of Syracuse right now. And Me honestly, either. this game is a gift for North Carolina. It's like, oh, hey, do you want to like kind of sneak into the double buy round? Of the ACC basketball team. Here's a path for you. Virginia yeah. Tech and Syracuse. Yeah, let me yeah. give you a putrid Virginia Tech team, and then let me follow it up with a Syracuse team that somehow has been worse than that. Yeah. Um, and zone... Syracuse has been dreadful in the ACC tournament. They've never made the semifinals. Right? No. Is that haven't. right? No, they haven't. Is that right? Even That's when they crazy. got the, wow. even when they no, got that can't. Is no, that... it is. Even when they got the double bye with Ennis and Fair, they got knocked out the first game, right? Wow. I mean I think you're right. I think you are right. And that's the only time they've had the double bye. Yeah. A, a zone defense against a team whose only offensive weapon really is offensive rebounding, who has already beat Syracuse yeah. on the road by like 15 or yeah, 20 points. Yeah, and you see the, the people that are going to like look to kind of lay points here with Syracuse, I, I assume North Carolina will be the favorite because it's pretty much a home game, but maybe it'll be a pick. Um will be that, oh, well, North Carolina can't shoot the basketball, and you need to be able to shoot the basketball against the zone. And they won't realize that, essentially, you can just re- North, Car- North Carolina is just going to play volleyball with the backboard. Yeah, it's going to happen. They're going to get rebound. so many offensive rebounds, they'll be fine. I actually like North Carolina to get through. To they're going to get through. They're going to play Louisville, and then they're going to get smoked. Oh, no there's way. where we disagree, old friend. There's where we disagree. I'm still in on this Louisville team. I'm sorry. Well, good. You'll be the last one holding the banner. (laughs) I'm holding on on to this Louisville stock. All right. So here we go. Then that's the end of Wednesday. So you've like gotten through these like this first full day of ACC play. You've gotten your little starter taste. Full day. Your little taste on Tuesday, and then the third round, like the big boys. Start to play on Thursday. The double buys. The double buys. So, how do you think Florida State handles being a one seed? This is uncharted territory. Even when they won 
Back in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I With mean, Luke, what's, you know, white point guard Luke, what was his last name? You know who I'm talking about. Oh, the Florida State guard? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Anyway. Um, but I do know that, all right, so they're playing the winner of the Miami-Clemson game. Which I kind of think this is a bit of like a raw deal if I'm Florida State. Like, really? These are two teams to me. Like, that I, they will beat. Unless I, it's Clemson and Clemson oh gets God. hot. I can I mean, see that. Clemson just beat them like two or three weeks ago at home. I mean, it's by a n- point. The game is it was in last Greensboro. week, actually, right? Uh, it was a point. Yeah, it was, it was the like 68, 67. Third to last game for Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't that long ago. And Miami, like you've mentioned earlier, Luke, is kind of frisky. I mean, sure, they'll be without likes, so the game will be different. And they also like playing Florida State. Yeah. They kind of like playing Florida State. They've had success against Florida State in the past. So I'm not super if – I'm, if I'm Florida State who's absolutely on fire right now, I think it's kind of unfortunate. I don't that know they, if they're on fire right now. Well, they've won. They've won the ACC they, recently, and they've done they a stole great the job. Notre Dame game and they lost to Clemson. I know they beat BC, but yeah, they beat. BC. I'm not going to call that fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I I think that they win against Clemson or Miami, but I don't think I don't think they're winning by like 15 or 20. So I like them to advance, but I think the next round's problematic. Yeah, I, I think um, I think Duke's going to make the title game. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I don't see Clemson or Miami taking down Florida State at this point. All right, I see it as I see it as maybe a one or two possession game. I mean, even Clemson just beat them, you know, while Florida State was on the road. But Clemson can kind of match up with them physically. But I just think Florida State's too good. Yeah, I just think that Clemson and Miami are so deliberate and like slow you down in the half court that you know that that's the type of team that can beat Florida State. Um, all right, so moving on. NC Duke. State versus fill in the blank. Did we go over that? Well, yeah, it's it's we either, did punch them through, right? Yeah, NC State. We is punched them. You and I punched for, them through. Yeah, Taylor me. doesn't know because he loves everyone, and he's going to give oh, everybody a fifty shot. For NC shot. State, I love them just a little bit more. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. That's my favorite. So child. NC State's through. Yeah, it's Duke versus the NC State, Wake Forest, or Pitt. You know, one of those. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Man, you know, which honestly they've lost to two of those teams, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, NC State has won. Wake Thro- Forest beat them. They've won three of the four halves against Duke. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. They've won three of the four halves. Right. Convincingly. Right. I don't know. Is this so much of a slam dunk? I don't know. Did Paget's team win? <laughs> no, they got smoked. Ah, there you go. And they said, we really want another shot at Virginia. We, I mean, because that was the... <laughs> The point seven second game, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where somehow they lost the point seven seconds. It was a lot of the same team. They had the ball of the, from this year, right? Yeah. So no, no, that's it's that's been in the assuming past. Oh, that it's a like, it's an all um, North Carolina deal ago? here. At Duke at NC State or Wake Forest. You do realize there's going to be eighty percent red in the crowd. Yeah, I mean it's going to be percent. It's going to be an NC and State I am home game. Not exaggerating that number. Yeah, because I've been in the arena for an NC State-Duke ACC tournament game. And I went back to get a coffee and to write a story. And I heard this just this eruption of noise. And it was the NC State faithful. This is all the way back in 2000... Oh, gosh, what is this? 15, mm. right? Yeah. 15. Where... Was BJ Anya playing? Chat Barber. No, this was this was the Duke title team with Okafor and 
other Jones and Winslow. But yes, right? it was BJ Anya. And, and they Kat were playing Cat Barber. Yes, I love Cat Barber. Oh my God. <laughs> now you're talking my language. See, you might have been in the arena that day and I didn't know it because I heard all this just eruption. And it was about 10 minutes into the NC State game. And I go, I was like, something's, something's happening. Okay. And then I go and I'm like, I expected to see, I don't know, a tie game where NC State's gone on a run. And they're down like 22 to 5. And they just hit a three-pointer or something. They were down by such a huge margin, but the NC State fans were still going nuts. That's why, I mean, you can't underestimate them. All right. I, I like that. You know, most How about people, that story? Yeah, that's most a great people story. will not God, think about I'm gonna that. I'm going to go back and watch... You know, 2015. You should watch State that highlights. film. I mean, that game wasn't close. It wasn't within single digits the entire way. But anyway, they hmm. came out. So who do you like here? Let's well, assume that it's a Duke minus seven. Wait, Let's Luke, say. tell me also about your theory about Coach K doesn't care about the ACC tournament at all. Well, no, he doesn't care about the regular season because yeah, he can never win season, it. He, he, he never win the regular season. That's why he doesn't care about it. He hasn't won it outright since the mid-2000s. does he care about the tournament? Yes. The ACC uh, tournament. I mean, I mean, he's won it a lot. I mean, Duke is the best ACC tournament team in the entire conference. Not close. Even recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they won last year. Uh, do you remember that random year where they won because they Yeah, beat I remember that. Um, Louisville? Louisville, They beat yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I do remember that. That was a random year. They weren't even that good that year. I... No, they were good that year. Remember they got bounced by South Carolina that year? That was the Canard team, right? Mm-hmm. They won yeah. the, that yeah. year, right? Yeah. They beat... Somebody was it Florida State again? Uh, I can't remember. remember. Anyway, yeah. I, um, I think it's asking a lot to for NC State to like win two games in a row, which is so <laughs> sad to say. But like, just no, no, string that's a great two point. In a row. It's so it's so hard for them. I think that Luke really wants to take them here. I I would say the line's going to be Duke minus six and a half. What I, would you? I do? think oh, NC State's going to cover, but they're going to lose. I'm definitely going to take NC State no matter what it is because okay. I have Duke beating Florida State because that's going to happen. Okay. I make a lot of decisions in my life that I know are wrong at the time, and I'm just like, well, this, we'll see how this works out. All right. I mean, I, I also don't see a path that doesn't include Duke, you know, winning here. So I would also move them along. But then the next matchup is Virginia. With we're going to assume this is Notre Dame beating Boston College. It's going to be Notre Dame. We're so not it's assuming be Notre anything. Dame. It is going to be Notre so, Dame. So. I remember watching the game in Charlottesville only a month ago. You were very disappointed. I was very disappointed. I was on Moneyline Notre Dame. I still believe Notre Dame could have won that game. What are your thoughts here in Greensboro, Notre Dame, Virginia? I mean, I th- I'm with Virginia. I just want to hear you talk about how much you hate Virginia. So <laughs> that's all I want I to hear. I don't hate Virginia. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you think I'm bad. Can I say that I... I did pick out the turn of the tide for Virginia. You did. You, I picked it out. You watched the Louisville game and you said something has happened. Like when they lost at Louisville, you said, it's wow, time. they're yeah, getting it's turned. They're getting some guard play. And they won eight in a row. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you were on that. I remember there's tape of you being like, hey, I saw something in that loss to Louisville. So, I have Virginia getting to the semis, but I have Louisville in my final. Okay. I have Notre Dame beating Louvier here. 
I think that So you I, have I think Notre Dame can do it. The Braves and the yeah. Moonies and that Motley crew making the ACC tournament semifinals and they don't that's even correct. have a bye. Okay. That's right. correct. If that's a world you want to live in, please do. <laughs> I think they come out. I think Have they, you seen Rex Fluger's hair? I think they shocked the world. Um no, look, I think I only think so, okay, because you plays on the margins. You were referencing the JPJ game, and mm-hmm. I know what you're doing, but Virginia did not play well that night. They were they did not look right. Something was off about them, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that's going to happen twice in a row. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, everything's going down to the wire with Virginia. But yeah, I don't. I just trust their their crutch type guys. And something happened, especially last game, which I think was very significant for Virginia. And I asked Coach Bennett about this in the press conference afterwards, which was okay. Against Virginia Tech, they went small, and you didn't play Huff in the second half. Louisville went small, and you said, whatever, I'm going with my guys. And he admitted this. He said, four years ago, I never would have done that. Mm-hmm. But I did it, and Louisville didn't score for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And you had Huff on the floor. So that's a huge difference. And I think he's just going to play crunch time from now on. And I think even if he doesn't score, that's just a huge totem pole you have to deal with if you're the other defense. Right. Luke, is Which that... opens up the baseline for Diakite, especially when he's stepping out because somebody has to guard about there if he's mm-hmm. picking and popping with the high ball screen with Clark, right? Mm-hmm. And Diakite ate Louisville up on the baseline in crunch time and that was good enough. And he did that to Duke as well. I mean, and if teams want to switch, they can attack switches. They attacked the switch that Stanley was getting when the, in the Duke game and they abused him. So I just I don't know. You just you feel good. You feel like they, this team is they coming figured together. something out. Yeah, I, I yeah. feel like Huff kind of got his like swagger back. Is yeah. it because basically just like Bennett was like I trust you? Is it? Do you think that's what it was? I don't know. I have no clue. I mean, I feel like he actually he just like got it back. Whatever you know, Stella. Got a groove back. Something. Well, the 17 in a row against Miami was something else, but then he didn't score again. Which yeah, was yeah I know. That again. was crazy. That yeah, was that wild. That was weird. But I, I could have predicted that. That's how he is. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know. I think Notre Dame, while less talented, has the ability to compete with with UVA, and I think that UVA, just in the way that they play and the way that Notre Dame plays, they're both slow, deliberate teams. Yeah, but I think it's going to be close, and I would rather Notre Dame did take get a Notre really Dame. good hub performance. I don't know if that's going to happen again. They had a great hub game. But I, then Gibbs wasn't great, so who yeah, knows? Yeah, Gibbs Maybe. wasn't great. I mean, you know, I just, I don't know. I like Notre Dame here. Call me crazy. Call me loco. No, I think it could happen. Um, all right, but then the last game of the night. So wait, who'd you pick, Taylor? You on Virginia? Yeah, right. for sure. No, good for you. All right, so. <laughs> let's... So dismissive. <laughs> then you have. So I'm going to be in the building the for that one, and then I'm going to leave, and I'm going to, I don't know, maybe I'll go out and find uh a GNT or whatever Taylor suggests. Right. And then a I'm Negroni. darting right back to the arena I mean, to watch drink. this explosion of fan bases and colors in the form of North Carolina Syracuse, which is what we're projecting, right? Right. Well, you mean North Carolina Louisville. Yeah. Oh, we've already got that. Yeah, yeah. No, so this is <laughs> oh, this is Louisville versus the I'm just, winner I'm of, stuck in the past of Syracuse. This is Louisville versus the winner of Syracuse, Virginia Tech, UNC. You know, so we actually three. have to take Syracuse a little bit serious, right? Yeah. That they could get through. Absolutely. We can't write North Carolina all the way through, but we suspect they'll get there. You you cannot write them <laughs> the, all the way The through. last place team in the ACC that we are sure... Oh yeah, they're, they're, the yeah. worst shooting team in the ACC that we Winners are sure of we'll get three through. of four. <laughs> I mean, 
I hate to say this, guys, but Louisville is putting North Carolina or Syracuse on a, a stick and they're roasting this game, <laughs> and it's not going to be close. If it's anything in the single digits, give me Louisville. Okay, I like that. Um, I can explain why. Okay, if you if you would like to, I also have a reason for why it's going to be closer than that. I do believe it will be North Carolina. Okay, but let me, I just, really the reason I think it'll be closer is not because of North Carolina. It's because of Louisville. You know, Louisville is having deja vu from 2019. All right, played great early. 500 basketball in February. It's a team that's not tough. It's a team that has... It's not tough. It has Jordan Wara as its best player. Okay, you can't trust a team like that. Get ready for your early March exit. And let me tell you, let's talk about history. Let's not have okay. let's have history repeat itself because in 2019, who did Louisville lose to in the ACC tournament? Let me tell you, sir, UNC. And history repeats itself yeah, in 2019. North Carolina was better. <laughs> yeah, they were actually. And Louisville's better. better this year. <laughs> Let me lay out this case for you. Okay? History repeats itself. Everyone is living as if the Clemson and Georgia Tech games happened this past week. They didn't happen this last week. They had the swoon week in February. It happens to a lot of teams mm-hmm. anywhere in the country, not just this league. They come back and they pound Syracuse with a vengeance. They win by 24 in that game. And then they smoke North Carolina, which gives me some confidence in the first place. Bad teams playing at home. They lose to FSU and Virginia down the home stretch, and they just vanquish VT. They're still the taking care of business team, besides from that one weird week where they lost to GT and Clemson. Mm-hmm. And Georgia Tech is tough. Let's talk about the matchup with North Carolina. There's something you're missing here. They're going to have to play Enoch in this game. Oh, yeah, they're going to have to. And, you know, I tweeted about this because... I was watching that first half against Virginia, and Enoch was incredible. He was playmaking. He was scoring. He was dunking. He was he was outstanding. Now, they did go small, and they closed that gap in the second half. So, I got to tip the cap to the small move. Right. It didn't work in the, in crunch time. Yeah, they were down 15 at one point, I think, right? And they came all the I way back. I don't think it was that big. They got it. Yeah, they got it level. But we didn't see Enoch in the second half, and I was just I was perplexed about this in the first five minutes of the second half, and then I just let off because they were doing so well with their small ball. But I did get some responses from some Louisville people saying he can't play that long. I mean, he doesn't have the stamina. And then Chris Mack alluded to that in his postgame, saying, yeah, we can't play Steven that many minutes. And I'm thinking, like, can you just give him a halftime break and maybe he could play more than, than 20 minutes a game. That's all I'm saying, right? I hope so because I when he's in and the ball's working through him, they're just such they're a better so team. Dangerous. Yeah, they're just such a better because team. Because what are you going to do? You cannot double team him or else you're going to leave McMahon and War open and I'm not yeah. doing that. Those guys are great shooters. Right, right. And Sutton and is I, aggressive on the baseline. How many so times you have you heard that? somebody who's played Louisville and got blown out? Oh yeah, they were hot from 3. Well, they're hot from 3 a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. you know why? Because they have good shooters. <laughs> It's just called good basketball. If you have good shooters, you're going to get hot from three more right, often. Right, right. Anyway, um, I love Louisville in this game, and I would, uh, yeah, just empty it out if it's a single-digit line. All right. I love Louisville, too. I feel like the narrative, the narrative TM, is coming around to what you were saying, Mike, and, like, Louisville's getting some, you know, they're getting a lot of hate here, and I am all in on the counter-narrative in that I think Louisville's actually No, good. let me tell you, Louisville's got the stank. They got the stank on them. Ever since that uh, previously referenced .7 second game, 
They got that stank. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> That's a no, long time ago. No, just stank. picture me, you know, like doing the dirty Sanchez finger under the yes, nose. Yes, I see. They got the stank. Mike is you now can't. wiping two fingers slowly <laughs> under his nose. Mike, but they, they won 10 games in a row in the league this year. Uh, no, no, that's good for them. No, that sounds like a really good January team. But you know what? I brought a cooler to this podcast, and it's March. And it says, this is March. <laughs> you, your favorite move is the condescending. No, that's good for you. I'm happy for you. If I... How many times in my life has Mike said to me, "No, I'm happy for you," yeah, in yeah. A, in a way that says, or "How like, about last podcast? You're an idiot." Where Taylor said, "I'm picking Villanova in the Big East tournament," and Mike's like, "Oh, that's really cute. Providence is your actual selection. <laughs> I'm just gonna correct that for you. Autocorrect." Yeah, yeah, that is good. Anyway, uh, anyway so Luke and Taylor on Louisville. I'm on UNC. So now we're to, we're to win. A, no, 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 to win that game. Yes. Cover or win? To win. To win. To win. Wow. That's right. You know, I For still Harambe. have my I have my twenty eighteen ACC bracket picture saved and framed, just to let you guys know. <laughs> Last year didn't turn out great, but two years ago was incredible. So well, should we do this again? Yeah, I thought that we were still doing it. No, because remember I had to win two years ago because we were gonna offer T shirts and we didn't have them ready yet to the winner. <laughs> So Mike walks in and he's like, "You still don't have you guys. Ready. Better make you better make sure one of us wins because <laughs> we don't have the t-shirts ready to mail." <laughs> There's some guy in Illinois that I send an email to once every year, like, "Hey, sorry, the t-shirts are coming." <laughs> Did we actually mail him one? No, we Do we, owe him one? we have no t-shirts left. Do we owe him one? Yes, we owe him a t-shirt. Oh, that's no awful. way, you didn't send it to yeah, him. Yeah, we we owe him a t-shirt. Uh, you give me his name. I'll At send him mine. At least I'm mine. keeping track of it. I'll yes. send him mine. I'll sign. I it. apologize <laughs> to this guy. I apologize. We will, whoever this guy is, we will get you a t-shirt with Mike's sweat stains in it. Yeah. I don't even, uh, you know what? I'll Do you still it. have a t-shirt? Yeah, I still have one. Okay. What do you wear, extra large? Yeah. What are you, Taylor? XXL? Yeah. I'm a, XXL? I'm, a, I'm a triple XL, but only for style reasons. That's what my dad does. He likes to be swimming in. In his shirts. Anyway, uh, where were we? My, yeah, white, so we my are, white Reeboks and my we're triple at the, XL shirt. Uh, project- I'm still upset that you didn't mail him a t-shirt. That's why I don't put you in charge of stuff. Um, all right. Projected no, neither summer. of you guys are doing this. I'm the only one out here doing this. Uh, no one's let's in charge. Let's go to yeah. the semifinals. Yeah. <laughs> FSU Duke is the easy projection to make. I can't see it being anyone else. See, Maybe it's You've got to have a good mind, and you've got to be able to picture things, and here's what I'm picturing. Okay. FSU coming out in the white jerseys, right? Because they're the one seed. I see them in black, but okay. No, they're not wearing black in the ACC tournament as the one seed. Okay. It's not happening. We'll agree okay? to disagree. Let me just teach you laws. These are not flexible. <laughs> These are laws. Okay. They're going to be coming out in those white jerseys. They're going to be super tight. You're going to see some three-pointers at the backboard. And it's not going to go well. Mm. They're going to be able to, you know athleticize their way into a about a five-point deficit in the second half. Mm-hmm. But Duke's going to find a way to come out on top. That's just what I'm envisioning. Mm-hmm. If we look at the matchup, the first game of the season, how did that transpire? Well, Duke had some pretty good perimeter play that game. I'm not going to lie. That has not been a given. So that's the right. hope for Florida State, that they do not get good perimeter play. And if they're working through Kerry, I don't really have a good feel about Kerry going against the Florida State um, front court. I don't know how that matchup's going to turn out. I have a slight inclination it favors Verno 
Right. I think he gets to the line a lot. I mean, I yeah. Mean, I mean, Florida State will foul. They'll foul me if I'm out there. Right. 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 So, I mean, the the two bigs for Florida State, you know, are just not known for um, for not fouling. You're talking about your dude, right? What's yeah, his name? Bo- oh, I only know him by his first name, Bogon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vernon Carey only shot five free throws in the game that they the last game they played. So, mm, so he's not getting to the line that much. He didn't play as many minutes as he usually does, though. Well, guys, the key matchup, though, is still Trent Forrest versus Trey Jones. I mean, these are still – this is now your ACC Player of the Year. And I assume – I didn't look, but Trent Forrest, I assume, made first team. team. Second team? No, Florida State got shut out from the first team. Shut No, Vassell didn't make the first team either. So that's why I was so upset. I feel like the team who wins the league should absolutely get a player on the first team. But they got two Dukies on there just because, I mean, like I said, we don't need to rehash this. Wait, who was on the rest of the first team, just so I know? Do you you know? Hughes, Trey Jones. Elijah Hughes made it? Yeah, he made it, I know. Over Vassell? I know, it's ridiculous. From the Syracuse Orange, got a representative on the first team. And then you had Mm -hmm. Mooney. So you're not going to dispute oh, well, that. I got no problem. John, you should put him on there well, three times. Well, really. now you're happy. Now and you're then Carrie and Wara. Well, when does the I don't don't sigh at Jordan Wara. He deserves to be on the first <laughs> team. That guy's I've good. I have a problem with Luke, Jordan Wara. He's for good at basketball. When does the voting take place with regards to the last set of games, though? Why do you want to take over my ballot? <laughs> no, I just want to know so I can picture in my mind when people are placing their votes. I mean, I don't know. People are decided, though, prior to their, I mean, the last weekend. Yeah, I'm I guess sure. that's true, yeah. Which is dumb. They make up their mind like All right. Anyways, okay. Florida State Duke, I imagine the line is going to be probably minus three and a half Duke. They'll factor in the home crowd for Duke. Um, Florida State certainly doesn't win a lot of games away from Tallahassee. So I, I would take Duke here. I, I don't know that I'd. I think it turns It's not a, it's I not think a game I wouldn't a, bet on. but I think it's a pick em. Yeah, it's, you think yeah. it's a pick'em? I think it ends up as a pick'em. Wow, it'll be close. I mean, that game in Durham was close. It was really. It was, it was. It was close. I mean, Duke was playing with about a four-point cushion the entire mm. way, but it was still close. Mm. All right, so I'm I'm on Duke. Taylor, I am on, you taking I'm on Duke as well. I'm on Florida State. All right, good. Good, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just two hit, fingers. I'm gonna say again, Leonard Leonard Hamilton. So glad he won Coach of the Year. I mean, he lost so many significant players last season. I mean, yeah. man was everything for that team. Phil Kofer was everything for that team. You know, Cobbin Gelly. You know, towards the end of the year was everything for that he team. Was great. So, so good for good for Leonard Hamilton. So all right, anyways, bottom portion. Um, we're split on this. I will preview quickly Virginia and Louisville. Okay, yeah, sure. That's the more likely one. And you'll preview Virginia, North Carolina, part three. I think, yeah, I think you mean Notre Dame, UNC. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Notre Dame, UNC. (laughs) Notre Dame, UNC. (laughs) If that happens, I'm leaving the country, right? I'll go to a coronavirus-infected area. I don't care. I'm leaving the country. Okay, Virginia, Louisville, part three. I do think Louisville's better, deep down. Mm -hmm. I do. They have better shooting, and... It was on showcase in the first game in the first half. And they built this, what, the 15-point lead, whatever it was. Virginia came back only because of an out-of-body experience from one Tomas Tomas, whatever, well, the Tensai, Tomas Tomas, that's yeah. just what I call him. That was a game he both. had seven threes against Louisville, right? Yeah, so in a way, they sort of 
Jerry rigged their game, their way back into that right. game. He had I mean, Clark, I'm I think, be... set like a personal high-scoring mark. He had twenty. He was really good in that game. Twenty-three yeah. in that game. I this think. past game, Virginia outplayed them, and they dictated from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And that gives me faith that um, Tony Bennett's a better tactician than Chris Mack, which I still believe. And I think that since Mack threw out his wrinkle, which was going small, I think that I mean. Tony Bennett's going to adjust for that, and he knows it's out there now. So I still like Virginia in the coaching matchup and the X's and O's, but I still I think the Louisville firepower is just a little bit too much, and I think mm. it's gonna I think it's gonna come out. And if they do decide to go to Enoch more and not just oh we're gonna sit you the entire second half, I think they'll be fine. But if Mac does that, who knows? I think they could be in trouble. If Virginia knows that they're going to switch and they start seeing that small ball lineup, I think they're going to be ready for it. I think they're going to hunt them like they've done to other teams, especially with their bigs. I mean, they're going to crush them on the boards if they go small again. If Louisville does not go small, I think they'll be fine. Mm. I like that analysis. And so I am picking... It's going to be a pick I'm picking I'm Louisville, picking Louisville to advance. All right. Taylor, who do you like? I like Louisville. I mean, I wonder. So Malik Williams only played a few minutes, right? Like five, Coming back from the rolled ankle. Yeah. So is yeah. he going to be playing? Yeah, I he, think so. Right? Do you want him playing? I, I think so. I think he adds something a little bit, not not a, not a lot. Yeah, and I think they just need a little bit. I, I mean, I think Kihei Clark is not going to have that type of game every single time. Yeah, and I, I, I don't. I mean, I think, I think he could come close to that. I think the Louisville defense <laughs> like could do a little bit better job of containing him. In all honesty, uh, the only thing that gives me a little bit of a reservation is Virginia got nothing from the wings. I mean, Morsell, Statman, and Walden inside provided nothing on the offensive end. I mean, they were all either just not shooting or Walden inside was ice cold. So that's a little bit of a problem. But Sutton also was terrible in that last game. Yeah, but I, and I mean, but it's not, and it's not like so, Sutton was like holding them back either, because Sutton is one of the worst defenders in the ACC, actually, like statistically. Yeah, so, and I don't know if he'll be able to recover from Jay Huff posterizing him. Also, that was bad. I did. Yeah, I saw that. I was I was surprised. I, th- <laughs> I, I think if Virginia's going to win, though, it's not going to be because of their wings. Like I think Louisville wins that matchup. I think it's going to be the high pick and roll. Yeah, that's Virginia wins because it's like Kihei Clark and Jay Huff and yeah, uh, and that's why, that's why they need Malik Williams. I think you're yeah. you're important. It's good to bring him up. He might not do it though. He might go small again. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know I, why. I feel like just not every game is going to be played at home for this game is not going to be played at home for Virginia, which made a difference. So I just Louisville has more chances here. Yeah, I would. I like, just think the I three, would like Louisville in that matchup. I if the three point shooting is going to be the difference in this game. I yeah, think. Mm. and Virginia can still not shoot. Mm. So anyway, yeah. that's all I got. Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see that matchup because we're going to have to watch Notre Dame North Carolina. For the semifinal. This is the analysis I want. Now, in that matchup, you're going to have a hungry, starving North Carolina team playing a home game against Notre Dame. Notre Dame fighting for everything it has. But unfortunately, it's going to fall short to Cole Anthony, Garrison Brooks, um, and, you know, that crew of. Actually, you know what? We haven't talked about Christian Keeling enough. <laughs> Christian, Why would we? Christian Keeling has really turned it around recently. Uh, he's shooting over 40% from three. He played well in the Virginia game. He's playing, and he, he played well in the um, 
the Duke game. He's putting up over 10 a game over his last 10. I think he's made a he's turned a corner for Roy. Um, I do think that Brandon Robinson <laughs> about time. Yeah, is, is also shooting very well right now. I think this is well. A he's team had a good year the entire way. Yeah, the problem Robinson is, just got injured. That's why everybody forgot about him. Yeah, the problem is they just can't defend, um, which is unfortunate. Um, but mm. you know what? Against Notre Dame, it doesn't matter because of the pace of play. So I actually like North Carolina in this matchup. Great. Okay, new segment. I'm sorry to, to interrupt you. More or less Cole Anthony, what do you want? <laughs> Ideally less, but on this team it has to be more. Has to. I mean, <laughs> there's, you, there's not enough Cole Anthony. You dance with the one that brung you, I believe is what my... Gonna, you know what? Every single podcast this season, I think you've got that in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And first someone, of all, first of all, I bring wait. someone, and then I spend my whole time like sp- spending time with first other people. They bring you, and then you dance with them. I think is how it goes. So. Did NC State bring you to everything in life? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, ideally, in an ideal world, we met on Bumble on a better team. Cole, you would have less Cole Anthony. I think on any other yeah. North Carolina team, you would have less Cole Anthony. But this year, you just need all of it. I mean. Ideally, if it weren't Cole Anthony, it would be Garrison Brooks. Yeah, I I mean, I don't even mind when Cole Anthony goes to the basket and misses because Garrison Brooks is there to get the offensive rebound and put it back. Cole Honestly, Anthony is the you know case example of this guy's going to work great at North Carolina and he's going to be able to run the UNC break. Know. And then when you actually tr- try it and you see him trying to run the Carolina normal fast break. The secondary break, yeah. No, not the secondary, the first break. Yeah. Just the primary one. You're like, uh, something's a little bit off. He doesn't get It's the, almost as if he's going, he's try, he looks like he's going fast, but he's not going fast. He doesn't mm-hmm. get the ball up the court fast enough. No, I've been saying but he it all looks year. like he's going fast just because of his, I don't know, his demeanor. Mm. Right? He's, mm. I'm on to something here. You know he is. Look at Mike. Mike knows I'm on to He's closer to a mini Carmelo Anthony than he yes, is to like thank, a. Well, Taylor, you're like, on he just fire wants right to, now. He just wants to dance an iso ball and like. Dribble between his legs and then the crossover and then take like a long two mm. and get fouled. You guys are cutting me pretty deep right now. And I love Carmelo. I'm, I'm setting up for my perfect Duke North Carolina final, which is more possible than you both want to admit. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. All I got to do is Duke will show up the, there. Uh, They'll be there. Virus to Louisville and I'll be okay. All well, right. I'm glad. I think I have Florida State Louisville in my final. Yeah, no, that's that seems like a very good one. Well, have. I have Louisville Duke, and you have Duke Carolina. And I have Duke Carolina. Well, great. So we've covered all our bases somehow. Yep, and of course, you guys know I'm a Tar Heel, ride or die. I got to take them to win it all. Are you serious? Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what a story. I mean, start writing that article what now. Oh, is it going to happen? No, absolutely not. <laughs> wow. North Carolina just won the ACC tournament. <laughs> it happened. That's it. And they because of that, they're gonna be right at a five hundred record. I think they'll be seventeen and seventeen. All right. <laughs> I don't want to get into too many X's and O's because there's so many moving parts, but I'll take Louisville over Duke. Taylor. I'll take uh Florida State over Louisville. Ah, you're going with the one. Wow, seed. nobody yeah. picking Duke to win it all. Yeah. Mm. That's a mistake. So we <laughs> But at least we got a Carolina. Well, when's the last time Carolina won the tournament? It's been a while. I, yeah. I, it's been, it's a, been a long, long time. So time. it's been like Duke, Virginia, Duke, Duke. Feels like a long time. I'm going to look it up North right Carolina now. Notre Dame, Duke, Virginia. It's been one of those. Yeah. Anyway. Marcus Page didn't win one. I thought he did. 
Oh no, um, Carolina won in 2016. What are yeah. we talking about? They beat yeah. Virginia there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was there. Yes. Courtside. 2016. Oh. Bryce Johnson. Kennedy uh, Geeks. Yeah, that's right. They Ken- strength. That's Joel Berry. A young Joel Berry. <laughs> oh, man, Joel Berry. That's who we need right now. I saw him on the plane to Vegas. I told you that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you yep. did. Yeah. That made me happy. Let's talk mid majors. I've been waiting all podcasts to do this. Can we? Can we? All right, you're gonna just like fire some out. Real can quick? I? Can I give you a little segment since you just brought up Doey Strength? I think Mike's already brought him up, but the the hashtag Doey Strength champion of this year is the backup center for Liberty. Y- your Liberty <laughs> Flames. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Mayo Baxter Bell. Mayo is incredible. Zero. He's like a poor, poor, poor man's Doey Dyer. <laughs> oh my God! When Scotty James goes out of the game, when they take out Big Country, they bring in. Sometimes they play them together though. Doey Zion. Can I wax poetic uh, a little bit about Liberty? The Double Dragons. Scotty I watched James this entire. I watched this Lipscomb come game, and I was just. They stole my heart. Let me let me just go on on this for a little bit. Bear with me. They could threaten the second weekend. Like you mean they could be a Final Four team? No, they could be a Sweet Sixteen team. They were were they not last year? They only no, beat they lost, Mississippi State. They beat Mississippi State. They lost to Virginia Tech. Uh, this is a team where the players like each other a lot. Mm, That's huge in my book. Mm-hmm. They enjoy Chemistry. they enjoy playing with each other. They're uplifting each other. They've mm-hmm. been in some battles before. We we have Mayo Baxter Bell involved. Right. Which is just great. Who's the doughy strength guy that Taylor was talking about? Caleb oh Holmesley is fearless, and he has range. I mean, he can rain those things Everybody in. talks about Ooh, Scotty just, James. All but I'm hearing is like good role guys. Like, you guys know I'm a sucker for like teams. And then, that, you know, know out of nowhere, else? he hasn't had a good year. But Elijah Cuffey, I looked at his last splits the last, I don't know, a couple weeks. He is coming on, and he buried Lemscombe the other day. Hmm. So, I'm in. And they're in the tournament already. I didn't even mention Scotty but, James. And you know what? I don't need to. He's down my list on the totem pole of Liberty players to Projected as a 12 seed right now. The yeah, guy, that's a terrible 12. Luke, that, you, that five is going down. You mentioned their main guy. Everybody talks about Scotty James, but Caleb Holmesley is he's the great. guy. He's great. Yeah, Caleb guy. Holmesley yeah. is outstanding. Anyway, yeah. that was my A-Sun recap. Let's go to the Mountain West. U- Utah State steals the bid. How do you feel about this, Mike? Uh, I mean... Look, Kada did not play for the majority of the year. I think now that he's back, obviously, I think that they are their team to be reckoned with defensively. They're, and I know statistically, they're like a top twenty-five team. I think that they're probably a top ten defensive team. I, you know, people like Sam Merrill, and I'm happy for them. You know, I'm glad that they like Sam Merrill. <laughs> You're happy for them. You're happy for them. I just want to point that out. There we and go. I, I get, you know, he's getting you buckets. He's winning you a couple games. Hey, he ain't no Miles Powell. You know, he, he's not a team that's going to – he's not a guy that's going to take it to – I don't think he's going to take you to the Sweet 16 this year. So, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. So, Mike is out on Utah State. Let me ask you a question. Are you worried at all about Malachi and San Diego State? No. I mean, I think that Malachi is an absolute shot maker this year. He's someone like – I mean, you know, if you if you like – do you like Peyton Pritchard? All right, if you like Peyton Pritchard, then you gotta like Malachi uh, for it. I'm like this on Peyton Pritchard. I, I don't think they're very similar. I they feel similar to me as in like they are shot makers that can put the team on your back kind of guys. Like Miles Powell, who I'm obviously a huge fan of this year. But I mean I just like I like Flint's range a little bit better than Pritchard, that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. I could see that. I love I love Pritchard's handle though. He's so yeah, dirty, yeah, you know. Okay, he's just so—he's okay. right. a filthy, you know. Um, 
But I mean, are you going to stay on other mid majors like San Francisco? Well, they're playing in front of us. I don't, I don't know. This is not going to age well. But is that can, why you bought it? Now, how about it up, yeah. the fact that the Missouri Valley was an absolute atomic bomb oh, set off? Man. Oh, man. You're I mean, disappointed because I know you love Northern Iowa. Well, I mean, if it's not going to be Northern Iowa. It should have been Valpo. Just and they give got me Valpo. Close. Right. Just give me Valpo. Give me what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. I mean, first of all, you deny me Loyola Chicago. No Crutwick anymore in your Valpo life. Valpo's taking him down. You give me, you take out Northern Iowa, who I love. Drake did that of all teams. And Gosh, you give me like the worst team in the Missouri Valley. Bradley's Bradley. losing game one. Freaking Bradley, man. I mean, it's just like, gosh, do I have to like watch Bradley and like not be able to cover a 15 point line against Michigan State again? Like, is that is that what my life has come to? I mean, like, I know that Darrell Brown and like Elijah Childs are are decent players, but like I they're not at the level that I I like to mess with when it comes to you said like about fifteen times in there. (laughs) (laughs) Mike has left the realm of like analysis and injured just emotion. This is me talking about NC State. Is him? Is him talking? He's an injured animal. I just I don't like I don't like Bradley. You know what? I'm talking like somebody that's lost money on Bradley this year. I'm a little bit upset they're involved as well. I'm not gonna disagree with you there. Thank you. Let me cheer you up and talk about Winthrop. Because they're involved officially. This is my Loyola Chicago. The Big South. Of 2020. Right. Winthrop. 15 seed. Sharpie, as Seth Davis liked to say, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you. I just, I'm hoping and praying that they give them a 16 seed so that they can be You don't think they'll be a 15? I I think they should be, I guess. Um they're generally a 15, right? The Big South winner? Well, well, I saw that Radford was projected as a 16. So if Radford was projected as a 16, I think Winthrop is going to be projected as a 15. They are projected as a, a 16 seed right now. Oh, who are they playing? Kansas. Oh, man. Anyone but Anybody Kansas. But. Come on, man. I mean, that's a projection. They could be the worst team. They could win against Baylor. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. They could beat Baylor. I think they could beat Duke. Duke's not going to be that high. Duke's, what are they, on the four line? Yeah, no, they're going to be like a three seed, four seed. Dude, something. the Dayton game would be amazing to watch. That would be a Dayton three-point win, probably. I think I think that you could you could put them against anyone but Kansas, and I would take them. I will take them. I'll tweet it out. Like, I mean, dude, like, I can't wait. Winthrop is highly skilled. Highly skilled offensively. No, they're not a great defensive team. Whatever. But it doesn't matter. Perfect recipe. Dude, in this year, Winthrop is a team. Like, just impress all your friends. Just talk about Winthrop all day. Let's talk about some other tournaments going on this week. Do I mean we've already given our picks for the the Power Fives? Did we miss anything? I mean, we can't talk WCC because it's happening to my left right now. Right, right. You got WCC. You have like Pac-12. You have like Big Ten. Just take BYU. Let's talk about the Pac-12. Okay. <laughs> Should the Pac-12 have this many teams in? My answer is no. <laughs> I could tell by the way you asked that. So what what are they what, projecting in? Like what is the Pac twelve done four teams? that we should just love it all of a sudden? Well, the is first... it Oregon because they got preseason hype and disappointed from expectations because they did? I don't care if they're a top fifteen team right now. I I still like Oregon. They're a I little love, bit. I love Oregon. I think they're great. Um, but the real question is when you talk about the Pac twelve is like, look, do you want to like? favor a conference where Arizona State finished third? Okay, Arizona State. No, you don't. Finished third. 
in the Pac-12. Are you aware who coaches Arizona State? Hurley. Hurley. Yeah, I know. That's all we need. The thing, <laughs> the thing, the reason they're getting so many bids is that UCLA snuck in, and it looks like like are they ha- projected to be in? Right yeah, now? they're gonna they're like a ten or eleven. Oh seed, yeah, no, or something. Dude, they just they won a bunch me. of games at the end of the year. They had a resurgence, and I mean, if you halfway see, this through is the what year, happens. Like, Mike, when he stays up late to watch games, he doesn't watch the Pac-12. No. He watches the Ivy League on tape. That's yeah, what he does. that's yeah. right. That's so it's right. not as if he exactly knows what's happening. I, I watch games on my schedule. I'm just devastated and, about what's happened in Colorado. Can somebody find Colorado's body somewhere and like bring him mm. back? Like. No, Colorado is like the song Me and My Uncle, if you've ever listened to that song <laughs> by the not. Grateful Dead. Yeah, that's exactly not. what happened to them. Anyway. I'll listen to that on the right Please home. do, yeah. yeah. You noted to me that I don't know enough about the Grateful I'm gonna Dead. Tweet, so. I'm going to tweet that at Deshaun Schwartz <laughs> and hope that he can the find they his... Ha- well, they didn't write shot. the song, but you know, it's, it's a traditional song. Okay. But, you know. The okay. reason they're me getting so many uncle. teams in Sounds is they have six plus win teams plus UCLA. So like you have that many wins, they give it to you. Colorado can only win at home. I think I've said that. Good team, but completely different at home. Right. I think USC is actually a pretty good team. Sneaky good, really good front court, uh, but probably will lose in the first round. Arizona's terrible. I know yeah. that. Arizona, that is so Arizona's true. Arizona's not good, but they've what a great statement. They've like yeah. won a couple games that they'll get in. You know, they'll play that sort of thing. I don't know. How excited are you they'll to get be in play in the sports book? <laughs> And AC and just short Arizona. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I'm actually upset that Arizona lost as many games as they did towards the end of the You're year. You're just ready. I mean, it's just such a bad shooting team. And I mean, this is basketball. I mean, you can't be that bad at shooting the basketball. And um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I actually like Mannion and his craftiness. I like, love it. Yeah. I like Najee. I like all year. I always said they didn't work. Great defensive team. Taylor um, loves him some Arizona. Just listen to yeah, this. Yeah, no, I was all on Arizona earlier this year. I think Mike made fun of me. <laughs> I mean, as soon as they put Chase Jeter on the bench, you know, you got to walk away. <laughs> I completely forgot about Chase Jeter. <laughs> That's still, your son. He's so <laughs> for him. Um, oh, man. How about we end here, okay? And this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently. The Big East is getting a Final Four team, and it's not going to be Villanova. That is one of my angles for this March. Okay. There are certainly two that are better than Villanova. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it wouldn't be unprecedented Maybe because three. we've seen Villanova make the Final Four in multiple years the past five years. Right. So yeah. I'm not saying I'm breaking news. The Big East is getting a Final Four team because right. it's happened in the last five years twice. Right. Probably the most consistent team in the Big East, Villanova. Obviously, yes. Yeah. And I'm not knocking Villanova. I just think it would be really interesting if we saw Seton Hall or Creighton or Providence or somebody like that pop up in the Final Four. And I think this is the year that it's tailor-made for that to happen. Mm. Just a thought. I think the Big East tournament is going to be um, Fuego. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be that. the best tournament, it, I, I believe, I of agree. all the Power Fives. I agree. Is it in Madison Square Garden? Yes. Is that true? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> It should always be played at Madison Square Garden. I feel like as long as like Kimba Walker's alive, it should always be played at Madison well, Square Garden. Jim Bayheim's still alive, so why not, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Big East. So the Big East tips off on Wednesday with uh, Georgetown St. John's, which I will not be uh, partaking in. Neither will I be partaking in Xavier and DePaul. But let's just pick a few games. Why not? Sure. We're here. Yes. Sure. Give it to me. It's in MSG, by the way. I just checked. Oh my God. How took, about this? Took me a second to Google it. Adjust your schedules on Thursday. Butler Providence. Ooh. 
Good one. Kamar Baldwin's still out? Hurt his ankle, right? Man, the Big East is good. Who knew? Everybody but Without Kamar Baldwin, there is no Butler. That is true. I think think he might be back for this one. All right. So if he is... um, What a great game. I think you absolutely have to take... Providence. You don't deserve Providence. <laughs> All you've been talking to me this entire Creighton season is, is playing TBD. Villanova's playing TBD. We have Marquette, Seton Hall, Marquette, Sharpie for me. No, no I'm sorry. Seton Hall, Sharpie for me. For there. sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Anyway. Marquette, Seton Hall. What is the line going to be on that game? Give me Seton Hall. People all day loved long. Marquette like a month ago. Now you can't find a Marquette fan. No. I anymore. know. Well, um, I'm still on Houston. They fell apart. Dude, Houston's Still, been hey, a good call. I actually really like Houston right now. I know it was before this past people, resurgence. People I was are ready often, for the, they're a little sleepy on the AAC. I'm not going to get any credit for this Houston take because everybody's going to pile on. I, I couldn't Titus even remember, and all those other you know followers. Yeah, I had too many three notches and I couldn't even remember Jerome's name last podcast. But like, let me tell Dejan. you, Dejan. Yeah, <laughs> Dejan <laughs> Yeah, baby, no, dude. Like Houston's legit, man. I, I think that they have. They have Elite Eight potential to me. I agree. I agree. Taylor, have you checked out? I think we just need to cue the music. I've right? absolutely checked out. <laughs> we'll see you after Selection Sunday. No, you guys started talking about Houston. I was looking for a way in to start talking about Memphis again. Oh, dude, they're out. Why do you want to talk about Memphis? Mm, they're not I, involved. No, I, I'm not going to. They're not involved they're in not the march. They did they Jameis Weissman dirty. Yeah, they did. Agreed. Well, everyone, give us a follow on Twitter. Give us a follow on Facebook and email the, the pod if you'd like to just converse because we, we get back to people, right? ACCVBallDegens at gmail.com. I don't really know the at Gmail ACC password B-ball anymore. D- so you two can respond to you know emails and I'll respond to tweets. Okay. Per usual, no, which, that which sounds is divide good. and conquer. All right, and you guys March. can find me on Snapchat.